What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. In today's episode, I sit down with Preston Chapman. Uh, he is incredible, uh, working two jobs uh, as you know, a part-time uh, police officer and a painting business owner. And he is uh, taking uh, his business by storm. He's got a great team, and he also uh, is just really motivated to improve. And uh, I love, I love his spirit about business. And we really zeroed in on some areas that uh, you know we just shed some light on some areas that I I thought uh, could best serve him to really give him uh, a strategy for pricing his jobs and uh, really just um, understanding the job costing aspects. So if these are some areas uh, that you feel as though would be beneficial to you, you're going to absolutely love this business breakthrough. So it starts right now. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What's going on, everyone? I'm here with Preston Chapman, Masters Painting, newest Drip Jobs member. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you giving us a shot. How do you like it so far? Absolutely love it. There's nothing I don't like about it. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So we solved a lot of problems. I'm so happy about that. We got to talking. You're growing your business. Now, I think you told me you have four guys working for you. Yes, sir. Cool. So let me ask you this, man. When you look at your business and you look at any area of your business, administrative, production, marketing, and sales, what's that area of your business that you're just wanting to really zero in on? What's that area that you're thinking, man, how do I get over this hump? So I, I think there's a, a tie between uh, the marketing and the sales. Definitely marketing Absolutely. and sales. The marketing and the sales side. Okay, yeah. so how are you getting yeah. your business right now, man? So really, uh, you've got a word of mouth, and we have okay. a lot of positive, uh, I guess, a, a positive outlook on Facebook. So when someone is sure. on like the local uh, bridge platform or marketplace, and they ask for you know a painter or painting company, yeah. we get tagged a lot that way. And sure. then uh, Angie's, Angie's list, Angie's leads. Okay, so you do a little Angie leads. So I like that. So I honestly, I think you're well balanced. I think, um, you know, I mean, do you feel as though you're 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 not getting enough leads? I mean, or do you feel that you're at a good pace? How long are you booked out for right now? Right now, honestly, maybe a month. About a month. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. That tells me that it's time to grow, though, right? So, okay. have you had, if you have you ever had a business that had more than four painters at a time? Yes, uh, we we needed. I have a, a. We've had a few different jobs where we needed more than the four. Did you bring in a subcontractor crew, or did you bring in? Okay, that's how you did it. Got it. Yes, okay, sir. Cool. So, so when it comes to finding employees, what's your strategy? So traditionally, it's just uh, we ran Indeed. I found a couple of guys um, through Indeed. Uh, out of the few guys that we tried out, we kept one. And then okay. there was a local company here where, where I'm from in uh, Polk County. And okay. it was a, uh, a construction. Uh, it was a, okay. like a construction uh, temp to hire agency yeah. where they would, you know, kind of do the deciphering. And, and we have another guy through there. Uh, so that's so kind of like found. a temp agency you went through? Yes. Yes. Got it. Got it. So the yeah. four guys you have with you now, do they work together usually or do you split them up? 
work together right now. I would like to be able to split them up. Yes. Sir. Yes. So, so if you split them up, you and I both know, and you've been doing this a while. I think you said your dad started the business a long, long time ago, or, you know, and you've seen this two guys is kind of hard on exteriors, but three guys is okay. Would you agree? Yes. Yes, I do. So would you, would you also agree that you probably need to make two hires to do that? Yes, I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. So in terms of like establishing like leadership in the business, do you have anyone that you consider like a project manager? You're sitting in a coffee shop right now. I don't know if the guys are working, but do yes, you have somebody they're that's work. They're at work? Do you have anyone that you would consider a uh, project manager? Yes, he would be uh, probably my, 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 my project manager or my lead. His name is Mike. And uh, he, okay. he actually used to own his own company, but it just got too that much helps. for him. That helps. So he, he understands what it takes and, and respects that, I'm sure. Yes, sir. Awesome. Awesome. So who's the next guy up? Do you have someone else that uh, you would trust to, to be on their own? Yeah, and truth be told, uh, actually, I have uh, one guy. He's my brother, actually. He's a phenomenal okay. painter. And uh, I think it's just the maturity factor with him, to be honest. It's just he's sure. older, but it's just, you know, he hasn't like, proven himself because of just, you know, timeliness and, uh, you know, you know, things of that nature. But he would be the a next spot for you because you want him to be in that position. Right. And, you know, it, it, he would probably do well in that position. But what I've learned is, is that like that position is going to set the tone for anyone that's working underneath him. Absolutely. Correct. It's going to yes, set sir. the tone. If the, if the guy in the, in charge is late, that gives permission to everyone else that being late is okay. Yes. Sir. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Growth can sometimes be inhibited by our family members. You know that. And that's happened to me. So I could say that. Right. How do you feel as though, how do you feel as though he could step up? Do you feel as though if you have that conversation and say, look, this is the next step, I'm going to get three guys and, and we're going to try this out. You're going to be in charge. You think that'll do it? That may do it. I don't know. I and the only reason I say I don't know is because I haven't given him that opportunity. the trust. Yes. What are you using to keep that time tracking accountable? Do you have an app that you're using where people clock in? So we basically we have one person, which he's actually the person that we got from the construction temp agency that now he's full time yeah. with us. We use he he's responsible for reporting to. We have uh, another uh, family member that she handles all of the books and, and, and time, uh, but also I have a GPS on the truck. So they all ride together. So I know when they get to the job sites, I know, you know, when the truck leaves. Okay. So where do they meet in the morning? So then traditionally they meet at the, uh, we have a storage uh, facility that we use to keep our equipment ah. in the truck. So they meet there and then they leave from there. So they'll meet up, grab what they need out of the what storage. What time do they the meet truck. in the morning? Eight. Eight o'clock. So they're not getting yeah. to the job sometimes till nine. Uh depending on where it's at till nine. And I normally that? express that to the customers. Have you, you know, not have you, have you considered just having them go right to the job? Or is it is it a ride issue for some guys? Uh it's a ride issue for two of the guys. So, you know, we have a large enough truck to where, you know, they can yeah. obviously ride comfortably. Gotcha. Gotcha. So going forward, you know, in, in the event that that happens, there's a really cool app called, uh, well, it's QuickBooks Time now where actually all my guys have it. And essentially they just uh, clock in on their phone when they get to the shop, they would do this. Right. So in other words, like, yeah, collectively, you might say, OK, well, the guys didn't get to the job until nine o'clock, but you can hold that one person accountable that didn't get to the shop. Because here's the thing, if three guys are getting there at seven forty five. 
and one guy's getting there at eight fifteen. That's not fair to the other three. No. You know, so yeah. I definitely recommend that. And it's not pointing out your brother. It's pointing out anyone that comes into your business to say everyone's responsible for their own self. They're not going to hurt the collective. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I agree 100 percent with you. It's a really cool app. So essentially what it does is it tracks their location on their phone. And as soon as they get to where you want them to go, they have to click the button. And that locks that lock that uh, that, that clocks them in. And whoever's in the office can see that. What's the name of that? Uh, it's called QuickBooks Time. Okay. I just used take to called, a note. It used to be, yeah, take a note there. It used to be called T-Sheets. Okay. You know, okay, so that, that's an area. Yeah, man, because uh, there's got to be, I think there's got to be some sort of individual accountability. I like that you have the GPS on the van, but that doesn't help you pinpoint any individual issues. Would you agree? I agree with you 100%. You know, yeah. so... So you got that. I mean, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. You know, I think that's an issue that can be worked out, especially if, you know, it's your brother. I think he, he would want that opportunity. Um, anyone would. You know, you seem like a great business owner. What's the plan for you, man? You know, when you look five years down the line, what do you what are you trying to achieve here? So, you know, my my ultimate plan is, uh, you know, I don't tell a lot of people this, but I this is actually I worked two full time careers. So uh, what? Yeah, man, it's it's pretty tired, tired. What do you do? So I'm actually a full time police officer as well. Oh my goodness, no way. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, I'm a, I'm so you're, you're so wait, wait so. no way. So you're you're a police officer during the day, and then you run this business. You are you are incredible. I am crazy. So uh, it's just crazy how it all started. But I've been in law enforcement for about 13 years now. And, uh, so on your off days, you go full, full all in on the on the painting business. Yeah, and so, so you got you know, so you have got to have a lot of trust when you're not there. I have to have, to have a lot of trust in Mike. He he keeps Mike. You know, he's my so lead. He's, so he he's keeps the guy. Yes. So essentially, he's operating the way you would when you're not on the job. Absolutely correct. And so I, we don't, the way that my schedule allows because of my position, I only work maybe 12 days a month. And uh, so that gives me a lot of freedom to still, you know, show up to job sites, you know, check on the job, got, you know, the jobs, do my estimates, things of that nature. So, right. All right. That's huge, man. I love that. But I love the balance. And you had to, you had to learn that by default. You know, I do, I coach a lot of people who, don't know how to let go. Like you had to, I mean, it's like, if you don't let go of some areas of your business and kind of get to a point where, you know, that, that, that Mike can be in charge, you know, you're on your way. All you've got to do is duplicate what's already working. Don't reinvent the wheel, just duplicate it and perfect it. Right. I think getting to a point, and this is because as I run my business, two crews of four, especially because you're in Florida and I know your clientele is very similar to mine. Two crews yes, of four is such a sweet spot, man. Really? It's such a sweet spot. It is because right now, if you look at your expenses in your business, of course, you have your labor costs, you have, you know, obviously your paint, but then you have what's called overhead. I'm sure you pay for that shop. You pay for yep. some advertising. You're paying yep. for insurance. You got, I don't know if yep. you have a truck payment. Do you have a truck payment or is it paid off? Yes, we got a truck payment. Truck payment, insurance. So all of that job cost and all of that overhead comes from what that one team can produce. When you have two teams, that overhead cost gets cut in half and divided between both generating 
cash flows. <laughs> that's you very smart. Yes. Right. So essentially, that's just going to open up the door for you for a little more profit, a little more room for growth. Now, what you do with that profit is, of course, rewarding those who have gotten you to that point through raises or bonuses. But then again, rewarding yourself, starting to really feel like you're getting ahead financially, which right now there's only a small pie and everyone's trying to get a piece of it. And I think that may be what's happening because I know with four guys in a capacity in Florida, chances are you're generating between 5,500 and seven grand in a week production. Is that true? You're, you're hitting just the about, head. Yep. Just about. And some yep. weeks are 55 and some weeks are seven grand. Chances yep. are, you know, that's because of maybe it's a full interior and we didn't sell it for what we wanted to sell it for. Or maybe Correct. it's an exterior and it took an extra day or, or so on and so forth. So right. let's talk about how you're pricing your jobs. What are you doing to price jobs? So when I price my jobs, I basically, I use two, I use, well, three tools, but two main tools. I use my measuring wheel and I use a laser. And I basically- So, so I measure- walk me through- Walk me through an interior estimate. Let's say I have a 2,000 square foot house and I want the walls done. How, what, is, what does that process look like? If, if I call Masters Painting, they come over and, and they give me a quote. So I get in and I still like to use my measuring world. I understand that, you know, it's just walls. So I take that into consideration. So whatever, you know, I, you know, I get as far as the, the number from my measuring world, if it's all full. So can I ask you a question before you go yes. any further? So you measure the entire house with your measuring wheel? Uh, I may use my laser, depending on how large the house is. How long does that usually take you? About 10 or 15 minutes? Yes, sir. About 10 or 15 okay. minutes. Yeah. All right. So continue. Okay. And then, I'll, of course, if I if I do use my wheel, I'll still get my, my height because I need my height. I'll get that, okay. of course, with my laser. Okay. And then, you know, let's just say I get, you know, I end up getting, you know, 1875 instead of, you know, whatever sure. the, the square footage I get. And then I, I have a set price that I charge with baseboards if it's you know um, you know high ceilings things of that yes. nature. But my set price. How did you come at, up with that set price? So I basically just <laughs> as I bid against other you know established painting companies, I was just very honest with other uh, customers and asked could I could I see their bids, and that's how I did. I like so. the survival technique. But I don't like the strategy. Why? Okay. Because if your price never changes, the variables around your price change and you start making less money over time. For example, did you see that little thing on the Sherman Williams receipt that says 4% surcharge? Yes. Yes. So you can't keep your price the same because guess what? You've got to raise your prices and you've got to understand that, hey, there's different costs that are involved that change. For example, if you were a construction company during the time where wood was extremely expensive, Right. Would you keep your price the same just to do it? No, you got to you get them up. crushed. Same yeah. thing with your employees. Have you given any raises in the last year, 2021? I had, I did. I did. Everybody, I think all four guys got at least a dollar. When you gave raise. your raise, did you, did you adjust that set pricing? I did. I did because Good. I knew, I did know that. Hey, I knew I'm you had to this. at that point. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. So, 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 all right. So you get to that point, you, you, you're, you got your laser, you're measuring the, uh, the wall height. You got your, you, you wheeled the whole time. You're sweating at this point because you just ran around the whole house. Okay. <laughs> so what, so what happens from there, Preston? So what I would traditionally get before I was introduced to drip jobs is I would offer 
the customer, I would say, hey, do you guys prefer email or a handwritten estimate? Because I know some people like to keep stuff in their hands, especially the older uh, right. you know, customers. And if they, you may requested a handwritten estimate, I would get my measurements, get their information. If I didn't already have it, you know, I probably did. And I go out in my truck and I do my calculations and I would, you know, uh, pretty much write, you know, fill in our already created uh, estimate form. And then I would present it to the customer. Okay. So when you present it to the customer, how does that typically go? Tell me, walk me through that. So you're outside, you're working up your quote and you're coming in. What does that look like? So traditionally that looks like, and that's something that I was hoping that I would learn over time from you uh, or, or somebody coaching me you on know, the company is uh, I, I always offered a three, uh, I told you, I always offered at least three different options, um, you know, based off of what the customer needs were. And those three different options, let's just say we would offer an emerald, um, a duration and a super paint for the interior. Have you the reason thought about I, what we talked about the other day? Oh, yes, yes. This is before about this is, narrowing it down to one because they don't care. Yes. And and <laughs> to be honest, I was just afraid to do that because I felt as though people like to have a choice. But when you said that the other day, I hadn't again, I haven't had any coaching. I've had, you know, by the grace of God, I've had to learn all of this through uh, you know, YouTube TVs and you know, and, and podcasts. So I haven't had anyone to coach me. Everything I've had to learn on my own, uh, even the sales tactics. So that's why I offer, you know, the and I'm here and I want to refine this because you have, first of all, I love, I love what you're doing and thank you for your service as a police officer. My pleasure. I, Second, I, I, enjoy I love that you're, you're providing jobs, right. And you're, you're balancing this out. You're figuring it out on your own. You took what your dad started as a one man show, probably just yep. painting for survival and you're yep. turning it into a brand, maybe something that you can pass down one day or, 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 or they can provide for you for a long time. You know, and the strategies that of which I'm going to share with you are my strategies that I learned in my business to where I can sit in front of you today and yes, relax sir. while, you know, and normally it's while my team's working, but we, I gave them the whole week off. They have a whole paid week off this week. They're relaxing with their families, um, you know, and that's on the company dollar, man. You know, wow. uh, and we took them out to dinner. So I had a big family dinner. Uh, really? You know, we had, we had, I have 12 employees. Oh yeah. And then they, they got paid. They got paid that and I gave them cash bonuses. So this is okay. this is what you can you could do for your team when you get the numbers right, you know, yes, sir. and you create that high morale. So let's talk about it. Let me tell you what I see wrong in this strategy. First of please, all, please I'm going to introduce to you what's called the 595 rule. Okay? okay, that's my rule when it comes to estimating. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. If you were to give me a percentage of how much time you spend focusing on the job specific details when you do an estimate versus focusing on the customer needs, wants, and desires, what would you tell me that it is? And by the way, I'm referring to all the time you're taking to measure and use your laser and, 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 and all that versus how much time you're actually getting to know the customer. Tell me what the, the variation, the, uh, the, tell me what the split is in percentages. So it, it, it's just, it's, that's, that's a good question. I would say it's probably 70% me, you know, 30% getting, so you know, Exactly. So essentially when you get to the house, you know, it's what do you want done? Okay. Let me do my thing. I'm going to go do what I do and I'll right. get with you when I'm done. That's been your process up until this point. Well, I, again, I, I've taken, you know, the time to learn or try to, you know, uh, take some, they, they actually make you pay for some of these things, uh, but uh, listening to like door-to-door -door salesman tactics and things of that nature, 
And so I, I try to, if I can, I try to identify with something uh, with the customer, whether if I see a, a fishing rod and I, I know I like to fish or uh, I remember one time a customer had a kid that attended an art school. I saw their uniform, like a music school. I yeah. attended an art school. So I, I was able to identify with that kid. You so know, what you're doing is you're building what's called rapport. You're, you're yes. building rapport there. That's a good strategy, but it's very general. It's like, oh, you like to fish. I like to fish. And it's that small talk, right? Yes, sir. And, and that's good. But that's not what I'm referring to, because as you're doing that, you're still focused on your 15 me minute measuring process. That's yes, that's still it takes a lot of time. 15 minutes. You're in their house. You're measuring. You're trying to write it down. You're sweating. Yep. You know, it's like one of those things that I used to do. And okay. I learned that I don't need to do that. Why? Because I know the house is 2000 square feet and they want the whole house done. Right? right. I can look that up on Zillow. I just punch in their address and I can look up what the square footage is. Why do right. you need to know wall space? Preston, you've been doing this long enough. How many gallons of paint would it take you to paint a 2000 square foot house walls only? 10, but maybe 13. What are you measuring for? <laughs> You don't need to. So the 595 rule is my strategy. And essentially, I only spend 5% of my time doing anything project related in the estimate process. 95% of my time is talking to the customer about their specific wants, needs, and desires about why they want me to come out there, what's important to them, what's stopping them from moving forward today, and actually showcasing our estimate. Because okay. all that stuff is irrelevant. Because again, like we just discussed, you don't even, I just eliminated you having to measure anymore. You don't even need to bring that measuring wheel in there. You need to go walk around the house with them, let them show you things that are of concern. And this is where you start asking the right questions. So, so again, like I said, how many gallons? You said 10 to 10 to 15 at the most? Yeah, at the most. Yes, sir. How much are you paying per gallon? Uh, it, it depends. Cashmere. Okay, so we're running cashmere. I think I'm at thirty-four dollars. No one a cares. No one wants. No one cares about emerald or duration. They they want middle of the road, something that's washable. I've painted yep. so many houses, brother. One person, maybe two, have asked me for emerald, and then I convinced them to do cashmere. <laughs> so, I'm just laughing so, because so, this is good for me. So good, good. So so thirty-five, forty got forty dollars a gallon, right? Ten gallons. How much? How much is that in paint cost? You know, so I'm talking, you're talking about maybe 450 with tax. 450, lock that number in 450. Okay. So I already know off the bat. All right. That's going to be 450. This house, two coats, you know, no, no crazy obstruction. So that's easy. So let's talk about what we say to the customer. Now, here's the thing what I'm really trying to help you do is to sell jobs more consistently and for a higher amount of money. So there's more profit there. So you can make better decisions with your resources that you get. And it's an easy decision to hire you. Okay. And it's important for you to know these margins. Okay. Have you ever job costed before? Have you ever looked back on the expenses of a specific job to see exactly how much money you've made? No, not, not recently. So that's no. a really good thing. And I actually have a job costing spreadsheet that I would love to give to you that'll allow you to do that. So you would plug in how many hours each person worked. Okay. And then you could also see how much paint you spent by looking at Sherwin Williams online and seeing what invoices were purchased for that job. So once you plug in those two numbers, you can say, Hey, look, I made this much money on this job or Hey, I, I underbid this job. It's really important. All right. 
So let's talk about what we asked the customer real quick, okay? So if I came to your house, this is how I would do it. I'd knock on your door and say, hi, I'm Tanner with Premium Painting. Hand them my business card. And I'd say, so what's the story? Now, I know they want interior painting, but I, I want to know why they want interior painting, right? Right. So have you ever heard this reason before? Okay. This reason uh, as to why? Oh, well, we just want to freshen up the walls. The kids move back. Okay. All the, time. All the time. So here's the thing. And I'm going to explain to you why this question is so important. It's going to change the way you sell jobs forever. Okay. Let's say you didn't ask, ask that question and you go about your business going and doing the estimate like you do right now, going to do the measurements and doing, doing all the, doing all the small talk and all this, and you're operating at a certain pace. And then you say, okay, well, would you like uh, an in, a paper estimate or would you like me to email it? What works for you? Which I think you should completely avoid that question. And it should be kind of like how a restaurant is, is they tell you how it goes. You don't, you don't ask them how it goes because this is your process and you're leading the way and they want to feel that you have everything under control. So they're going to be like, ah, uh, well, I, I guess I'll take a paper estimate or you can email it. Right. So we don't want that anymore. You direct the sale. So then here, here's how it goes. Let's say you were doing what you were doing. And you went in there and you started measuring and talking about how great duration is and how long you've been in business and how, how great your team is and in the small talk. But the guy is kind of, you know, saying, all right, well, you know, how soon can you get it done? And, and you say, all right, well, I have to look at my schedule and all this. And you go out to the car and you come back in and you start doing your presentation and you offer him three different categories. You say, well, I could do Emerald for you or duration to be this price and, and, and all this. And he goes, well, listen, we're just getting ready to sell this thing. Right. So you completely sold in the wrong direction there because you didn't know that ahead of time. Right. If you didn't ask the right question, you didn't know the desire behind the paint job. Why? Because if you knew that he was selling instead of talking about all that other stuff like duration and emerald and how long you guys been in business and how great your team is, you could have been focusing in on the 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 thing that he cares about most. As soon as you got in the door, if you would ask that question, hey, how long or, or hey, how come or why do you want the job done? And he'd say, oh, well, we're getting ready to sell. And right off the bat, he knows you're going to do a good job because he called you. Chances are they do a little research ahead of time. You would be like, oh, perfect. So if everything goes well, we would probably actually be able to get this taken care of next Monday. I know I have an opening. Okay. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. You understand now he, yes, that's what he cares about. That's what Joe cares about. Stacy said that her kids moved out. That's the lady that you tell about the great paint that, you know, uh, will last a long time and, and the color consultation that you plan to help her out with and, and how great Mike is the crew leader who's going to come and shake her hand when, when he gets there on day one and the team comes in on a, in a brand new van that you guys just purchased that you're really excited about that has your logo on it and how we're going to make sure that when we come in, we're going to put some paper down on the floor. That's what Stacy cares about. Joe, he wants to get his house sold and he needs to do it quick. That makes sense. So you've got to sense. identify the different motivations behind why people want the work done. Here's another example. Something you probably heard before. HOA is making me paint. Have you heard that one? Yes. A lot. Okay. How excited are they about spending money? One to 10. Uh, probably two. They probably would have done it if they valued getting their house painted before the HOA got to them, right? Yes. So what, 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 how would we focus our conversation with that person? Well, I would say, 
well, hey, listen, I know this wasn't something you planned for. First thing I got to let you know is that we're going to make sure this doesn't happen again by ensuring that we use a great product that holds up for a really long time. So this is a good investment, <laughs> you know? So essentially I'm helping them understand why this is a good investment. Now I know that the HOA is on your back and I don't want you to get fined or anything. So we can expedite this job. If you allow me to earn your business today, I could probably get you on the schedule for next week. How's that sound? Again, really there's good. different ways that we have to, to showcase our value. If we walk into a house, generally speaking, we're going to get general results. Does that make sense? It does. And, and traditionally, I'm, since I, I, I'm thinking, you know, back and I'm just very general. So that's probably why. <laughs> so, so there's a motivational speaker I like. His name's Zig Ziglar. He's, he says that you're either going to be a walking generality or a meaningful specific. <laughs> he said that's the only two types of ways that you're going to, you know, exist. And, and in this capacity, we want to do everything as a meaningful specific in terms of the time that we knock on that door to the time we, we collect the check. Everything's got to be thought through. We know all the variables ahead of time so we can position ourselves as salespeople to advocate the right value based on those variables. So we talked about a few of them. You have people that are selling their home. You have people that live in their home that are staying. We have people that are dealing with the HOA, right? We have people that are moving into their home. Have you ever had someone call you and say, hey, we're getting ready to buy a house? Yeah. Yes, sir. And how do you handle that? Let me ask you, if I called you right now and said, Preston, I'd love to get a painting estimate. We're getting ready to close on a house in three weeks. What is your response to me? So my response is, first of all, I'm trying, I'm, I want to schedule an estimate as soon as I can, or, you know, get numbers to them as soon as I can and let them know, hey, we can get this done. It's easier for us to uh, get the painting done before you move any furniture in. See, you're already doing it. You already understand that that's what's important to them. So that's great. Yes, so you know that, hey, we need to get in there before you move in. How can I get the estimate to you? So do you? So how would you do that? How would you get them an estimate if they can't get into the house in three weeks? At that point, I'm more than likely just, you know. 2,000 square home. foot house, Preston. Yeah. Come on, we talked about this, right? You already know how so, much paint you're going to need. With houses yeah. that are for sale, you could go online and look at every single picture of that house, right? See that? You're right. And then guess yeah. what? You know your team. How many days would it take your team afford to paint a house, 2,000 square feet, walls only? Two and a half tops. Two and a half days So tops. you know the variables. You know the costs ahead of time. So now all you got to do is make it easy for that customer. And here's how I do it. I say, listen, as much as I'd love to come there, I don't want to waste any time doing that because if we're going to do this, we want to line this up to where we start right as soon as you close so you can get moving with your other projects. I can quote this job by looking at the pictures online. Are you comfortable with that? And they go, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. And I say, listen, I know that sometimes deals fall through. In the event that your deal falls through, we'll happily refund your deposit. How does that sound? Perfect, Tanner. And what I do is I look online, look at the photos, come up with a paint cost, come up with my labor cost, and send them a quote based on those two variables. Okay. Okay? Now, you yes, might sir. say, well, how do I come up with that number? Well, we look at margins. So you have set pricing, right? So, for yes. example, can I ask you a question? Absolutely. 
what is everyone getting paid in your business? I don't want their names. Just tell me the hourly rates. Uh, 18, 25, uh, 17, 1750 and 16 and 16. 1750 and then 1650. Okay. So you are right now at $77 an hour. Do you have a payroll company that's helping you pay these guys? Going to Gusto to answer your question. So we were using another going to Gusto because the company that we were using it was a uh, and I could see the information. It just they were. Did you hear Gusto from me? Yes, I did. Okay, cool. So um, that's great. By the way, use the link. It's in my. It's in the podcast. If you have you listened to the podcast before? Yes, I'm. I'm a huge fan. So. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I wasn't sure. So thank you. Uh, And there's a link there. Find it, and you get a hundred fifty dollar gift card. So that's that's just so you know. Okay. Anyway, so where I'm saying that is when we get Gusto and we have workers comp, you're going to not, not going to be at $77 an hour. You're going to be more $82 an hour because we have to factor in that additional labor cost. So let's say we're at $82 an hour, Preston. Okay. So you said two and a half days, right? Right. So that would mean that each person gets 20 hours. Correct. Correct. Four guys. Two and a half days, 20 hours. Now, do you really only give them the 20 hours or do you like to pay them the whole day no matter what? No, no, we, we, you know. Just the 20 hours. If they go home halfway, they're, they're done. Okay, good. They're done. So, so 20 hours, okay, and we're going to multiply that by three. Or excuse me, by four. So let's do that. So we got $82 an hour, okay? And we got three guys, or four guys, right? Times four. Yes. And then we're going to times that by 20. Oh, let me check that again. 82 times 20 times four. 82 times eight. Okay. So that's 656 a day. Okay. And then multiply that by two. And then we have to divide that by two. There you go. That's the number I was looking for. So your total labor cost on that job is, you can't see this in my screen blurs but it's 1968. Okay. 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 So that's your labor cost. And then you said what your paint costs be $450. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. So I don't even need to see this house as long as it's 2000 square foot, as long as we know we can get it done in two and a half days, as long as we know a 2000 square foot takes about 10 gallons, our total cost as business owners is 2418. Okay. Okay. So what do we do to, to come up with a price? We multiply that by two to give us a 50% margin. Do you understand how that comes up with a 50% margin? No, I'm going to be honest with you. Thank you. Be honest. So 50% margin essentially means that for every dollar that you're spending, you're making 50 cents in excess of that dollar. Okay. Okay. So excuse, excuse me, you're making a dollar in excess of that. So in other words, if I give, if you put out a dollar, you're getting a dollar extra in return. So for every dollar that you put out, you're making a dollar. Okay. That makes sense. That okay? makes sense. So for example, if our costs are 2418, if we want to operate at a 50% margin, okay. That means that we need to multiply that number by two and we need to sell the job for 4836. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Okay. So essentially... <laughs> Essentially, what we do is we take our costs, we find out what our cost is, and we double our cost to make sure that we're operating at what we call a 50% profit margin. 
Okay. okay. You might be thinking, man, that's a lot of math. Well, I have a calculator that I made and it's free. And I'm going to show you how we're going to do that right now. So I'm actually going to open this up here. And I have my calculator. You mind if I show you that real quick? No, 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 not at all. So check this out, man. So we got this little calculator here. And if anybody wants this calculator, you just go to sellpaintjobs.com and you can get the calculator for free. And I'm going to show Preston here how, uh, how we do this. So Preston, do me a favor. Let me know when you can see my screen here. I'm just going to do a quick screen share with you. Okay. And you can see that right there. Okay. Do you see that? Uh, it's yes. Yeah. I see it now. You see that? Okay. So here's yeah. how this calculator works. Okay. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the labor tab here and I'm going to put in the labor that you told me. So you said 1850, $25 an hour, right? Yes. And 1650, right? And then what was the other one? No, sixteen fifty. They're both making the same. Okay, we got two sixteen fifties, and I'm gonna zero out these other ones here. Okay, zero out, zero out, zero out. And you don't have to do this every time. Once you do it once in the calculator, it saves it. And then what did I say? So we were at a seventy-six point five at a ten percent workers' comp. That puts us at about eighty-four dollars an hour. Okay. Okay. So I know you're in Florida, so ours is gonna be the same. It's about fourteen fifty for workers' comp plus employer taxes. So yep. we need to be pricing out our jobs if everyone's sticking together at about $88 an hour, okay? All right, so all we do is we go to this interior tab. Can you see this okay? Yes. And if you zoom in on your phone, you should be able to see, uh, see this a little closer. Let me know if you can see it. Yes, yes. Okay, all right, so what does this say here? Square footage, right? Square footage, yeah. So I'm gonna change this to 2,000. So this is what you're doing in your car, 2,000. And then you said that it would take your team 20 hours, right? So, so right. everyone gets 20 hours. So where it says labor hours, we just put in 20 hours, just like that. Okay. And then you said what? 10 gallons at $40.45 a gallon, right? Yes. Okay. So when I scroll down here, look what it tells me. For this project, okay, based on our, our data here of 20 labor hours and 10 gallons, it's going to cost us $2,200 as a business owner to have the job done. Right now, real quick, let's look at this. So we have a 2000 square foot house, but we can't just say, Hey, customer, it's going to be four, four grand. We want to say, Hey, this is how we came up with your price. Like that's why you measure, right? So you could say, okay, well, this is how many linear feet and all this. You don't need to do that anymore. If you're doing full houses, you just need square footage. Maybe they don't want a bedroom done. Measure the bedroom and subtract it. Right. So subtract it from what, you know, the floor space is. Okay. Save yourself the time. So watch this. If I were to quote your job, I would say, okay, Preston, you have a 2000 square foot house. Now I need to tell you how much I'm charging you per square foot. So I'm going to zero out the ceiling option, zero out the trim option, zero out the door option. Now, if I were to charge you a dollar 50 a square foot, Preston, that would be three grand, right? Okay. So if I charge you three lost. grand for this job, I'm not making that 50%. I'm making 27%. Okay. So that means I need to raise the price on this specific job. Watch. I'm going to change this to $1.75. Now I'm at $3,500. Am I making 50%? What am I making? $37. $37. Okay. I got to raise it up. I got to charge you $2 a square foot, Preston. Look at this. Four grand. Am I making 50% yet? Sorry, yeah. 45. 45. Not yet. So I need to go to maybe 210 or 220. That's 4,400. Am I making 50% there? Now you're at 50. Now I'm at 50%. Look at my profit, 21.98, right about exactly how much I'm spending. I'm getting that in return in excess of what I'm spending. 
Does that make sense? Very smart. That makes a lot of sense now that I can see it. Right. So what if you throw this curveball at me? What if you say, Tanner, I want the ceiling painted. Has that ever happened to you? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, And then yes, it throws yes. you into a chaos wormhole because right. you're like, okay, well, how do I price this out? How do I know if I'm making money? This calculator will save you, okay? So first of all, we've got to recognize that with just walls, we're at 50%. So in other words, we don't want to take on another project and lose profit margin over the course of the job. We got to stay at 50% if we sold the job at 50%. So we got to be able to make sure that happens. So watch this, okay? So first of all, for this 2,000 square foot house, how much more paint would we need to do the ceiling? We probably need, you know, well, if they're running like dead flat or whatever, you know, you need at least another dead seven flat. to 10 gallons. Probably, another you know. seven to 10 gallons. So what yeah. we're going to do is we're going to put seven here and we're going to keep the average price per gallon. Uh, we're going to put 17 here now and we're going to keep the average price per gallon 45. So we're, we're kind of overestimating our paint costs in this scenario. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. our cost for paint went up. Now your guys, how much more time is it, is it going to take them now? Does it add an entire other day on the job? Yes. At least another four day to run. Six. All right. Another eight hours for each person, right? Yes. So now guess what? We got to change this to 28. So that means that they're working three full days, 24 hours, and then four days the initial on the fourth day. Right. Okay. So we have now factored in our labor and our paint. Now watch this. Look at our margin now. If we didn't charge anything for the ceiling, look, we're at 27% now. So we lost okay. money. Well, we didn't charge anything yet. So now we got to charge. Oh, oh, them for oh. it. Okay? okay. So now we go to this ceiling thing right here. You see this? Yes, sir. And we need to change that to a dollar amount. So let's charge them a dollar per square foot. Okay. okay. So what is a dollar per square foot on a 2,000 square foot house? $2,000. $2,000. So let's see yeah. what our margin is now. Look at that. We're back at 50%. That's pretty sweet. You see that? So now we That's have to charge sweet. that customer two grand. Now we know, hey, in order for us to do this, it's two grand. Right. So they can yes. add whatever they want as long as we adjust our costs. We factor in that and we come up with a price and ensures that we stay at the same margin that we were originally. Okay, that makes sense. So now, you feel that me? Would, yeah. yes, sir. So I think this is going to help you tremendously. Oh, absolutely. I didn't, you know, I didn't even realize this existed. Well, it's really cool. And I use it all the time. And actually, there's over a thousand painting contractors that have downloaded this and use it. So it's a really good tool. <laughs> is this something is this yeah. like a, a application I can put on my phone it's an app on your phone yeah it's oh. an app on your phone so I'll send you the link after this and you can download it so uh it's really cool and you can add trim and so on and so forth so so I gave you a lot today Preston my man um and and real quick while I'm here so I just want to show you in drip jobs what you would do is you would actually go to your 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 sales pipeline here you see that yes sir and you'd hit new proposal right here and for example, I'm going to, I think I have you in here still. Yep. I got you. So I'm going to use you and we're just going to start a proposal and I'm going to show you how we price it out based on what our calculator says. So for example, I'm going to hit add line item and I'm going to go here to walls. See how we have that. I gave you that wall template the other day. Yeah. See that? We're going to change yes, that to 2000 square feet like this. And then guess what? Remember we said that our walls have to be $2 and 20 cents. Right. So now what does that say? 4,400 save. And then look at this. We got to go to our ceiling and 2000 square feet. And we have to charge what a dollar. 
Look know. at our price that we show the customer, 6400 You see that? So essentially all we, okay, that's pretty cool. It's really cool. <laughs> now look at this. Remember we said that our total price is 6400 That protects us at a 50% margin as right. long as long as the team gets it done in, in the three and a half range. days. And we use 17 gallons at $45 a gallon, which could be more or less, just as long as we spend no more or less than our paint cost that we allocated of $765. Correct. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. That's why job costing is important on the back end of this. So we can go back and look and say, hey, did we actually profit how we thought we would on this job? Right. So that's the other side of pricing is job costing. This is, this is, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm learning a lot. Great. That's what I was hoping to hear, man. That was how I was there. All right. So listen, I gave you a lot of stuff. I'm going to send you an email with uh, some, some stuff, get you the calculator. I'll get you the job costing app. Thank you for checking out drip jobs. I think that's going to be tremendous uh, in what you're trying to build, especially because you're doing two things at once. Um, so I appreciate that's you, not, that's not Thank a long-term you. goal. So I'm praying, you know, within the next five years, when I get closer to 20 years, I can, you know, do it's this fully. It's not a matter of if just, 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 just let's make that clear. It's a matter of, yes, if. sir. It's yes, just sir. Keep, keep, stay consistent and, 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 and be a student of the game. I tell people this, you've got to be a student of the game and the game in business is numbers. Numbers to most people are not fun. I hated algebra. I hated trigonometry. I didn't even take trigonometry. I took it for two days and I dropped the class in college. I am not a math guy, but when it comes to applicable math, real world math, numbers, money, margins, these sort of things, I could get excited about that. Why? Because I can put inputs and get outputs. I can, I can test things and I can give raises and I can try different pricing margins and I can, and it excites me when I win in that world. And that's, that's something to get you excited about because if you do it right, you could free yourself literally. So this is the game that you should be a student of for sure. Yes, sir. I definitely right, agree with you. Well, we have a refresher session on drip jobs in about a week. So I'll check in with you then. Thank you, Preston, for your time, my friend. Hey, Good I luck appreciate and God bless, it. Thank man. you. Thank right. you very much. You Happy New Year. Happy New Year. See ya. All right. See ya. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at Contractor Coach. And I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email. Find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.